And now, coming to you from the gleaming spires of Chicago, broadcasting throughout the multiverse, the Nine Realms, Niflheim, Svartalfheim, Olympus, Nidavellir, basically anywhere that has the internet, really, we proudly present Radio Free Asgard. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Radio Free Asgard. This is episode number 230 of the only Thor podcast hosted by a true descendant of Odin. My name is Tom Harris, and I'm your host. Welcome along to the show. And we are a mere eight days away from my departure for the UK. So, um, yeah, so this is probably going to be the, the last show before I get back. Um, now, it is just barely possible that I may get a show out next week. It'll kind of depend on what my readiness is kind of going into the beginning of next week because I fly out next Wednesday. So it is possible that there may be a show, but... Don't count on it, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but but anyway, uh, so here we are, and we are wrapping up Thor's this week. Now, I do need to plug the big walk, and that is that I'm going on this big walk. It's a thousand-mile walk between Land's End and John Groats over in the UK, and it is partially, you know, to, to do something I wanted to do, but partially also to raise money, and money should be going to the... Um, Anxiety and Depression Association of America, and you can go to my GoFundMe page. It's GoFundMe.com slash Tom's Big Walk, and uh, it's easy to donate, and uh, people who donate can get you know certain rewards for donating a certain amount, and yeah. So if you're interested in getting involved, please do so. And, you know, even if you're not planning on donating anything, even if you don't want to follow me on the group, you know, we have the Facebook page called Tom's Big Walk, and, and you can follow there for free. But it's going to be cooler if you actually see some of the stuff actually on video, and that's one of the things I'll be doing. Anyway, so I do have an issue of Thor's to cover. We're wrapping up that series, so let's just go ahead and move along to our review. Cross the rainbow bridge of Asgard, where the booming heavens roar. You'll behold in breathless wonder, the god of thunder, mighty Thor. And Thor's number four is cover dated of January 2016, retailed for $3.99. Cover is by Chris Sprouse and Carl Story, shows... Ultimate Thor is standing and he's all cut up like he's been in a big battle. He's got an axe in one hand, or I guess that's his hammer, has a, an axe on the back. And he's pointing straight out at the reader and he's saying, you're under arrest. And we open up to the splash page. Well, it's not really the splash page. We actually have a bit of a, uh, a recap here. The multiverse was destroyed. Now all that remains is Battleworld, a massive patchwork planet composed of the fragments of worlds that no longer exist, maintained by the iron will of its god and master, Victor Von Doom. Doom! Each region is a domain unto itself. Tasked with policing the domains of Battleworld are the Thors, extraordinary men and women deemed worthy to mete out justice in the service of Doom, the All-Father. While searching for the serial killer targeting the same human woman across every domain, Beta Ray Thor was killed. 
Ultimate Thor's vengeance-fueled search led him to Loki, who claimed innocence but pointed him in the direction of the Deadlands. There, Rune Thor revealed himself and Destroyer Thor to be Beta Ray's killers and left Ultimate Thor for dead. Fortunately, Thor the Unworthy arrived in time to keep the fight going. Thor's Excessive Thunder. Writer is Jason Aaron. Penciler is Chris Sprouse. Inker is Carl Story. Color artist Israel Silva. Letterer and Productions by VCs Joe Sabino. Cover artists are Prouse Story and Dave McCaig. Variant covers are by Dale Keown and Jason Keith. Assistant editors are John Moisan and Chris Robinson. Editor is Will Moss. Executive editor is Tom Brevoort. Axel Alonzo is the editor-in-chief. Joe Casada is the chief creative officer. Dan Buckley is the publisher. And Alan Fine is the executive producer. Thor was created by Stan Lee, Larry Lieber, and Jack Kirby. Incidentally, I do need to apologize to you folks if you hear some pounding going on in the background because the people upstairs are doing some kind of construction work and there's no other time when I can really record the show. So if you hear pounding, uh, just, you know, there's somebody with a hammer banging it upstairs. We can pretend it's Thor. And our story opens up in the Thunder Room where we see Rune Thor and Destroyer Thor. And Rune Thor has Loki pinned up against the wall, much like uh, Ultimate Thor did the last issue. <laughs> and uh, Rune Thor is saying to him, we'll make it look like a suicide. Don't worry. I've done this lots of times. And Loki's going, Hur. just make sure no one comes this way, Destroyer. And if they do, encourage them to mind their own damn business. And uh, we see Destroyer Thor sitting out in the hallway, and it's all dark in there, and, and there's a crack of doom noise. And uh, Rune Thor turns around, and he's gotten distracted a little bit from strangling Loki here. What the hell? Whose thunder was that? That almost sounded like. And there's a skrunk as an axe hits uh, the Destroyer Thor in the helmet and uh, chops a big hole in it. And he gets knocked down, that his destroyer Thor gets knocked down by a big blast of lightning. And we see a familiar hammer, looks to be that of the ultimate Thor. Uh, destroyer Thor gets pounded through the wall of this big medieval looking tower thing and goes flying out. We see that the, we have two Thors here. We've got uh, ultimate Thor and we've got Thor the Unworthy, a.k.a. the real Thor. And uh, ultimate Thor is like, Rune Thor, you're under arrest for the murders of Jane Foster and Donald Blake, and the murder of my partner, Beta Ray Thor. And Real Thor's like, and also resisting arrest. Please resist arrest. And Rune Thor is like, oh, you stupid sons of hulks. How's this for resisting? And he holds out his hammer, and he's lightninging, and goes, Faroom! And there's lightning flying everywhere. And then we get a, actually a flashback where we have uh, Thor, and we have uh, Ultimate Thor, and they're flying through the air. And of course, you know, because uh, you know, Thor the Unworthy doesn't have a hammer, he's actually flying on one of his goats. And they're, they're having a conversation. And Ultimate Thor says, It's Rune Thor. He and his partner, Destroyer Thor, they killed Ray. They must have killed the Janes and Donald Blakes as well. And you knew it all along, didn't you? I knew it had to be a Thor, says Real Thor. But I never knew who until you drew him out. I had no clue. I, how? How did you know? Because I know what I feel when I look into the eyes of a Jane Foster. It's fear, isn't it? Says Ultimate Thor. Fear that all our lives has been nothing but a lie. Ray died for a lie. And Rune Thor killed to protect one. And will kill again. No, he won't. Been a long time since I've set foot in Doomguard. Don't expect I'll be warmly welcomed. 
Are you sure this is the way you want to do this? Rooney betrayed the coat of the hammer. That makes it all the more important that we don't when we bring him in. And the two of them are approaching the floating island, which I gather is the uh, the Thor headquarters here. And they both arrive and they you know, come through the door. Thor goes in, uh, Ultimate Thor goes in with his hammer blast and lightning and, and says, we do it as Thor's. And there's a big uh, kachoom and burst the doors open. We see Rune Thor and he is um, fighting them. And this brings us back up to where we were and uh, uh, with uh, the three of, uh, actually the four of them fighting. And there's a group of Thors standing outside and they're like, we've got a shootout in Cell Block D. Who the hell are they shooting at? Pretty sure it's each other. We've got to get the law speaker down here. And uh, there's like, I'll call him on thee. And uh, the uh, destroyer arm reaches out and grabs the, the Thor and, and uh, drags him backwards. And we see Rune Thor and he's whipping Mjolnir around. But Rune Mjolnir is being deflected by Ultimate Mjolnir. And the two of them are scrapping hand to hand. And Ultimate Thor says, you're a disgrace to all Thors. You don't deserve that hammer. And Rune Thor is like, congratulations, Leaf, says Rune Thor. You've already put up more of a fight than your partner did. You bastard! Why? Believe it or not, because I love my job, says Rune Thor. Especially the parts like this. And he socks Ultimate Thor in the face, knocks him down. And Real Thor comes up from behind him and he's like, How about the part where I chop your arms off? He lifts up the axe like he's going to uh, to, to hack at Rooney. But uh, we have the Destroyer creeps up behind him, grabs his arm. And... Um, Rune Thor's like, I'd worry about my own arms if I was you, mighty Thor. You keep running out of friends, Leaf. Like I told you once before, you ever come for me, you'll need all the Thors you can get. So Rune Thor kicks Ultimate Thor right in the face, and he falls back with a gig. And good luck convincing the rest of the Force to turn their backs on everything they know, everything they've ever fought for and believed in, because that's what you'd be asking them to do. You're, you're a murderer, says Ultimate Thor. Yeah, I am. I beat Jane Foster to death. Every single Jane I can find. And then Donald Blake. And then your stupid partner. And I do it all again because I did it for the good of the Thors. You ought to be telling me thank you. Maybe you will before you die. You did it for yourself, you sick bastard, says Ultimate Thor, and headbutts Rooney in the face. You've looked into her eyes the same as I have. You know as much of the truth as I do, says Rune, and he whaps him back with his arm. I first picked up a Jane for sneaking across borders, working as a doctor among some refugees. The moment I saw her, I knew. I knew she had to die. If not her, then all of us. All of this. The other Thors. They won't stand for what you've done, says Ultimate Thor. And who's gonna make him here, huh? You? Your unworthy partner? And he smacks him in the face again, knocks him back. The Janes are nothing but bones now, Leaf. Case closed. And uh, Leaf says, no. And he hurls himself at him. He's like, no! And the two of them burst through a wall. And they burst out into a room. And the room is full of Thors. And a voice uh, shouts out, all of you, the time has come to face the truth. And it turns out it's girl Thor. And we see some of the other Thors we've seen. Like we see, it looks like uh, Thor the Green from behind. And it looks like uh, sort of samurai Thor looking thing. That's the Red Norvell Thor, I think. I have come from farther than you will ever know to bring you this message. Doom is not the Allfather. Doomguard is not your home. You are the sons and daughters of Asgard. And you have been made to fight for a lie. 
And uh, yeah, so you have some grumbling here in the audience. Blasphemy! Shouts one of the Thors. No! Doom is the blasphemy! He remade this world in his own image! He remade all of you! After he helped murder the old world! Lies! Do not close your ears to the thunder in my words, brothers and sisters! Do not turn away from the truth even though it hurts! The hour of reckoning is at hand! The final battle is now! And so it must be decided once and for all! Are these the children of doom I see before me? Or are you truly worthy to carry those hammers? And we see Storm, and we see the frog, and yeah, a few others. My name is Thor, says Ultimate Thor, and I am worthy. Hail and well met, Brother Thor. My name is Thor, and I am worthy. My name is Thor, and I am worthy, says Storm. I am Thor, says Groot Thor. My name is Thor, and I am worthy, says another Thor. My name is Thor, and I say thee nay, says Rune Thor, and he does the hammer strike in the ground thing, sending everybody flying, bunch of lightning uh, coming up. It's over, Rune Thor, says Ultimate Thor. You can't hide the truth anymore. You can't protect Doom. To hell with Doom. This was never about him. This is who I was meant to be. A hammer in hand and the right to do whatever the hell I please with it. Let Doom have his throne in heaven. We Thors are the gods on the street. And I'll be damned if I'm ever going back to. And uh, as he says that, he, his hammer slams out of his hand onto the floor with a thong. And uh, yeah, and he can't lift it anymore. And he's trying to lift it and he's like, I, I, I can't, but what does it mean? I. It means Doom's power is fading, says somebody. And you were never a very good Thor. And, and Ultimate Thor smacks Rune Thor across the face and knocks him down. As another Thor here is uh, fighting too. He's like, Doom is the only truth. Don't give in to the lies. Don't betray your father. Hard-headed bastards, we have old Thor. The last speaks the truth. I can feel it in my beard. And he goes weighing in. And uh, Loki is sitting here uh, <laughs> in a corner just kind of watching everything. You can lead a Thor to water, but... And we have girl Thor. He's, she's trying to rally everybody. This is not the battle. Take up your hammers and follow me, brothers and sisters in thunder, that we might smite God. And they go taking off, and we see hammer strike, and we see uh, people I don't recognize, Thor's I don't recognize. And they're going taking off, I guess, off to attack Doom. And uh, Thor the Unworthy comes into the hall, and he sees Rune Thor lying there unconscious, and his hammer lying there. And uh, I guess he decides not to try to lift it. <laughs> he says, maybe next time. And he walks, goes walking away. And then we cut to Girl Thor, Ultimate Thor, Thor the Green, uh, Storm Thor. Uh, looks like um, Thunderstrike. Uh, and I don't recognize this other one. And they're all flying through the air. I guess they're going to go after Doom. And Ultimate Thor is talking to Girl Thor here. I know you. Sorry, brother. But no, you're not a Thor from my... I know your eyes, Jane. And it's weird because you can't actually see Jane's eyes. They just kind of show up black through the helmet. But anyway. You are quite the detective. That was my job. To speak for those who could no longer speak for themselves. I'm happy to see that you were one Jane Foster who is perfectly capable of speaking for herself. Actually, I'm rather new at this. I've never been part of something quite so apocalyptic. You seem like you've seen a few apocalypses already. Any words of wisdom? In times like this, there is nothing to do but laugh and call down the storm. And when you bleed, laugh even more. 
And then we have a couple of ads here for Jessica Jones and the Totally Awesome Hulk. And we come to, uh, I guess they're going into battle. And it looks like there's a, a whole bunch of bad guys here. It looks like uh, Apocalypse and uh, some guy in a suit who's a skeleton. And it looks like the, the Man Beast, uh, is who we haven't seen for, for eons on this show. And then uh, Thor is saying, then go right up to the biggest, meanest monster you can find and hit it with a hammer until it falls or until the next thing you see is Valhalla. In other words, my advice is go be a Thor. And big battle going on and everybody is weighing in and we're getting a little bit of Ultimate Thor's thoughts here. And he's thinking, for the first time in my life, I feel truly worthy. I'm just sorry it took the end of the world to make it happen. And uh, he's you know crunching a bunch of monsters and stuff. Well, nothing matters now but the thunder ringing in my ears, the feel of Mjolnir in my hand, the taste of battle on my lips. My name is Thorleaf, and I was a thunderer, a murder police. They called me the ultimate Thor, but I was just your everyday god of thunder. I only did what we all do. I carried a hammer, and when duty called, I did my best to hurl it in the right direction. I hurled it as hard as I possibly could. So hard, I bet it'll still be flying long after I'm... And we have a, um, a shot here of, of Earth, and it looks like a, some sort of a portal opening up and something coming out of it with a Kurzg. And it looks like it's uh, Mjolnir, maybe. I'm not sure. And it goes slamming into old Asgard, where once lived the gods, which I, you know, city floating in space here. And apparently it has been overgrown by plants. And there's a wha-ba-room, big explosion. And the hammer lies on the ground in a big crater. And we get a close-up of the hammer here. And on it is the inscription, Whosoever holds this hammer, if they be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. And that is Thor's number four. On the last page, we get an ad for the Mighty Thor number one, which, of course, is the Girl Thor book. And we'll be covering that after I get back uh, because we're going to wait for it to get on the app <laughs> so I don't have to buy each, each individual issue. Anyhow, so, yeah, we have a few things to say about the issue. But before we do, we do have a, a word from one of our friends. Superman. Captain Marvel. Batman. It is 1985. Robin of Earth 2. Sergeant Rock. The Legion of Superheroes. This is the most eagerly awaited comic book event in 50 years. Tommy Tamara. Jonah Hex. Commandy. It will one day be called the greatest comic book event of all time. Swamp Thing. Wonder Woman. The New Teen Titans. The Haunted Tank. Infinity Incorporated. Worlds will live. Green Arrow. Worlds will die. Supergirl. The Flash. And that is only the beginning. The Justice League of America. The All-Star Squadron. The Huntress. Ariane. The Metal Man. Firestorm. The Nuclear Man. Outsiders. Green Lantern. The Blue Beetle. The Crime Syndicate. Warlord. The Guardians of the Universe. Tales of the Justice Society of America proudly presents... And many, many more. Crisis. On Infinite Earth, the DC Universe will never be the same. 
And we're back, and of course we have a few things to say about this issue, as we always do about such things. Not the most satisfying ending. In fact, it kind of fizzles out like a damn squib when you really think about it. We have the big confrontation between Rune Thor and Ultimate Thor, and it just kind of ends in a big battle. Um, yet Rune Thor gets knocked out, but nothing really gets resolved. I mean, Rune Thor, he's now unworthy to carry the hammer, and he gets knocked down. All right, well... And I, I assume that this is just kind of leading right into the next issue of Secret Wars. And from there, we'll get maybe some kind of a conclusion. But I have to say, the, the ending of the story, to me, is rather unsatisfying. Now, the one thing I can say that I really do love about the story is the artwork. Artwork, generally, really amazing. I mean, this is, we have, uh, you know, Sprouse and Story back. We don't have the assistants here. We, we actually have the original team. It's a beautiful, beautiful issue. I would probably say that this issue has the best art by far of the series that we've seen. And it really, really is good. And and really, I'm liking the, the way that they differentiate the different characters. The different Thors look different. They don't like look all like the same person, which is nice. There is some individuality that's being drawn in, even if some of it is just kind of fake. I mean, he, he has his four main Thors that he likes to draw, and they're all fairly distinctive from one another because they have a different costume or if they've got different facial hair or whatever. Uh, so... That's just kind of what, what is going on here. Again, I wish it had a little bit of a more satisfying ending, but then what do you do? All right, so that about wraps it up. Yeah, it's kind of a short episode because the issue itself was kind of short. Not a lot of there there, as they say. But anyway, uh, yeah, so we're going on hiatus, and we'll be back uh, back in the, at the end of June. Uh, so enjoy your time off. Now, if you feel like listening to the show, and I'm not going to be here for a few weeks, don't feel shy about going back and listening to the old ones, folks. I mean, a lot of you are newer than, you know, were listening to us at the very beginning. Uh, you know, go back and listen to the Lee Kirby era. Listen to the Simonson era. There's a lot of stuff to listen to. And if you listen to one show a week until I get back, then you'll get through, you know, a big chunk of maybe what you haven't heard before. So there's a lot of re-listenability there. So uh, I hope that everybody takes that advantage to uh, go back and get caught up on, on the past. And, of course, when I come back, we will be covering other stuff, and uh, including probably the uh, Girl Thor series, though we might go into something else for a while before we do that too. So of course, if you do want to go back and listen to the old stuff, it's really easy to do so. Now you're not going to find it on iTunes because iTunes only has about the last 15 episodes. You might not be able to find it on Stitcher. I'm not really sure about how far back Stitcher's archives go, but all of the episodes going all the way back to the very, very first episode can be found on RadioFreeAsgard.com. And not only will you find every episode of Radio Free Asgard, but you will find my appearances on other people's shows where we talk about stuff uh, and like Back to the Bins and also on the, the Hammer Strikes podcast where I made an appearance with Gene Hendricks on his show there. And even the first edition of Casper Cast. If you go back to to April of last year, anyhow, uh, that's where you can find all of the shows to go back and listen to at your leisure. Anyhow, it's about time to wrap it up. Once again, folks, thanks very much for listening. Now, if you want to email the show, you can do so. Email us at radiofreeasgard@gmail.com. I'll respond to you once I get back. And with that. I'm back over the Rainbow Bridge, back to Midgard, and we'll see you next time here on Radio Free Asgard. See you in June.
You have been listening to Radio Free Asgard, a production of Tom Harris USA Productions, which is totally responsible for its content. The Mighty Thor and all associated characters are mostly copyright Marvel Comics. The stories presented are done so for educational, review, and entertainment purposes only. No ownership is implied. The silly voices, however, well, they're all me. Musical selections from Eden, the invincible sword of the Elfsmith, are copyright Mott's Vent and are used with permission. If you like what you've heard on the show, we hope you'll leave us a review on iTunes, tell your friends, or even join our Facebook group. We really love hearing from our listeners, and we appreciate all of your support. Thanks once again very much for listening to Radio Free Asgard.